You see how fucking expensive gas is in LA now? I, I gassed up this morning and it was more expensive than I had ever seen it. We have like the cheapest gas station around. In LA right now, I saw one that was seven sixty-five a gallon. Okay, uh, Santa Monica or Malibu coming down, I saw seven thirty. Yeah, there you go. Like, crazy. I mean, what the fuck? How are people gonna afford that? Well, they're raising uh, wages to $20 an hour. It'll all be better with that. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Apparently lab-grown meat is how they're gonna want us to afford that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. This is one of those like layered concepts that just adds to how fucked up I feel like our options are as human beings moving forward. They're getting more and more fucked up. More and more fucked up. And you have these bozo talking heads on here trying to convince us, oh, it's already like, uh, you know, another thing you eat. Maybe it's not that bad. You should try it. I will try it. Thanks, Dale. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. I mean, listen. I'm, I'm heading to Hawaii and hang out with my Hawaiian friends and I'm just going to be snacking on spam. Because <laughs> I ain't at, eating that shit. At least like the real content of spam, at least there's something that, that had to like consume and build its life through biological means Yeah, it was as actually well. living and breathing at one point in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you want to start this one off, dude? This one's fucking crazy. Yeah. Hey guys, it happened. There's proof. Dino made me the burger. I've known you a long time, Dino. Yeah. And you have never, ever made me a cheeseburger. You know what, man? Next time you come, it's go buy on an RV. For sure. Yeah, go buy an RV. Oh, that's right. Exactly. You're not a buyer. Yeah. Cheeseburgers are for buyers, okay? <laughs> that means I must have bought the bus. So we're coming to you soon. Get your burger. Come to Mike Thompson. Buy that bus. Well, guys, looks like I'm moving to Hawaii because uh, I don't know about that lab-grown chicken, man. Uh, I, I'm going to stick with Spam. Absolutely. I'm going Spam Masubi and Loco Moco over lab-grown KFC, which, Oof. if we're being honest, has probably been lab-grown for longer than we know. We don't have a clue, man, what they're doing. We don't have a clue. Whew. And the fact that the FDA is approving this one and that we just heard about it a couple months ago on ABC, right? Yep. Just comes out and there's already some restaurant trying to get their hands on it and serve it. And they say within five years, it'll be in the grocery stores. Oh my goodness. And it can stay there for 15 years, I would figure, if it's just sells. It's, it's, it's like spam. It'll, you know, 45 It'll years keep... later, you find a can, <laughs> open it up, and you're good to go, man. <laughs> now, okay, I, I'm also trying to, like, wrestle with it from the idea of meat itself that we take out of animals is really just cells as well. But I can't get around the fact that there is something special and I think unique about the nutrition you get from something that's had to go through birth, growth, and death. Listen, I understand, you know, people's point of view when they're the animal cruelty thing. For sure. And, and I hate to see that also, but, you know, there's a lot of great ranchers out there that do it the good old-fashioned way and they take great care of their animals and then you get a great product. And you also get a lot healthier land, right? Yeah. The degradation of farmland we know is a huge problem in this country and we actually really need animals to be a part of these biodynamic systems and build that back up. 
Absolutely. I mean, the more and more you cut that out, uh, you know, one day you might not have a chicken. Yeah. Right. And on this show, we've had Slim Jims in the studio, I think, since episode one, right? We still have them. Still yeah. have them here. You got, I mean, you know, who knows what's in a Slim Jim? Yeah. But. And nobody is hungrier for them than Maisie. But yeah. it is my responsibility as her owner, as her dog father, yes. to protect her from eating something that processed and that foreign to her, like, her... Evolu- her little evolutionary digestive track, right? But can you imagine, guys, in 20, 30 years, probably way before then, that might be your only option in the big cities. Oh, for that, sure. That, if that it's, might be it. it. I mean, it would actually surprisingly shorten um, the, the like production chain for a lot, of, a lot of fast food restaurants, right? If they have labs in the basement where they're growing your chicken nuggies, well, listen, I'm going to be freaked out if you got a funeral home next to you because then we're going to be going soil and green, man. <laughs> soil and green And you shit know that shit's coming. Oh, no good. Damn. Well, why, oh. why waste that body? Oh. You know, the cannibals did it for thousands of years. It's probably going to come back. But that's what this shit reminds me of. Of cannibalism? No, of soil and green. Okay. Just the way they manufacture these things. You know, right. Have, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. And that guy said it was pretty rubbery. That turned me off but you did have a good point about the hot dogs if they <laughs> grew a hot dog in a lab that's probably better than uh, chicken beaks and all that other that's crap. what i'm saying they're absolutely things that i've eaten that yeah i you you could tell me that that was grown in a lab and i would believe it no i'm sure i'm sure you have and didn't know it <laughs> for sure yeah. i wonder man yeah i know a couple mcchickens in the past uh well we were doing some skateboarding back in the day that were definitely questionable enough dude if you guys if you knew what was in a chicken mcnugget <laughs> it, 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 it might be a different story oh there are um, reasons we don't for yeah, sure don't sue me uh mr big m because <laughs> hey it just looks spooky to me but something growing in a lab um i well look at it this way they put kids in a petri dish and grow them in there. So yeah, you know it's not like it's nothing new. And now yeah, like that concept of creating life is one thing. But you brought up Soylent Green, and it goes back to an issue I have with a lot of Silicon Valley food trends and oh, yeah. biohacking trends. Yeah, I understand if you feel better when you're operating on an empty stomach and you like uh, what is it, micro fasting or intermittent fasting, intermittent fasting. Right? We don't need to be full to the to the fucking collar line every hour of every day. That's for sure. But when you cross into that that line where you start to think, okay, how do I remove nature from receiving my nutrition? That's where I'm not into it anymore because food is really a basic thing that I enjoy and that people have enjoyed for so long. I mean, cows enjoy it, right? But, Chicken yeah. used to enjoy it. But what about this fake nutrients and all this stuff i just can't think it's long term you know uh, gonna be stable no no and i i wonder how i mean we see the buildup of other uh chemicals and types of things that we eat right, right. from processed foods we see how that builds up and how cancer becomes more prevalent what whatever disorder can we pass along things like that right, right. there are consequences to these so this seems... I, well, I'll tell you something. I'll bet you, um, you know, they don't want people to live that long, okay? Because it's a burden on society. So maybe if they 
orchestrate this the way they want to, ah. you know, it cuts down on the life expectancy, which, I don't know, there's some weird shit when it comes to this kind of thing. Well, and maybe it's that sweet spot, right? Because they, right, this yes. amorphous right. issue. Whoever that we're, is. We're, we're, yeah. I'll, I'll take that one at face value for this conversation, yes. for sure. I'm into that. <laughs> they want you to live just long enough to be paying your taxes, but not long enough for Social Security to kick in. God forbid you make it to that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that means they, that's, a, that's a strike for them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be long gone by the time I'm 20 years away from that, so... Good on you, they. Yeah. But they. <laughs> this does produce that kind of question, too. How manufactured of a life do you want to live where you can't necessarily enjoy a home cooked meal in the same sense that we could now? Think With Thanksgiving around the corner, I'm suspect of this chicken. Oh, hell yeah. But think about this. I mean, let's say in 100 years from now, the population has quadrupled or whatever it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not enough food on the planet to feed the people. Yeah. You know, not enough animals. I mean, so it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. So what's the turnaround point? Well, there are some fun, like, dystopian theories about that, too. There was that movie um, Cloud Atlas yeah. with Tom Hanks. And one of the storylines in that, they had kind of progressed to that point. And well, they had killed off all the humans. Well, they were um, they were using these like cloned worker humans right. as the protein source. Yeah, and it's kind of one of those things you discover in the film that is shocking. But I, I didn't know there were that many uh, uh, of our Tom Cruises running around. There was like six <laughs> oh, of them in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that one was Tom Hanks, but yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. that was a really uh, interesting movie. That, uh, but that was about aliens taking over and that kind of a thing. But. You know, who knows, guys? I just, right now, I'm not convinced anything that comes out of a lab, where if it's Wuhan or <laughs> L.A., that it's going to be good for you. This year for Thanksgiving, no lab-grown turkey. Talk to your local pasture-raising farmers and get one from them. We're striking. <laughs> I generally don't want to eat anything that weird. Like, I still, I was able to successfully grow my own watermelons for the first time this year. And we're nice. just finishing up our first like 12 pound watermelon. And the thing- Isn't it awesome to grow your own food? Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I mean, growing up doing it, I, I felt like it was a huge privilege and honestly just something to enjoy every season. And you guys, I mean, even if you have a little apartment, get a little uh, pot, you yeah. can grow tomatoes like that. Yeah. Super easy. Or chilies. You, I mean, green peas are yeah. one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. I was notorious at one of our houses in college. Sean Brown, you'll remember this. He His bedroom window is right near where we had the garden, and I would sneak out there in the mornings and just, like, crunch down a handful of peas. And so, that, so you were the rabbit. I was the, the rabbit yeah. there. Yeah, I went out of my rabbit We got a breakfast. really big rabbit. <laughs> hey, guys, all I got to say is be suspect. Hit that subscribe. Hit that like. Peace out.